While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather Gay, one of the owners of Beauty Lab and co-host of this podcast. I am joined by Dre, the other owner, the other co-host, <laughs> and together we are Drether. So throw her a bone. I know. But today it is not just Drether. Today we are joined by an esteemed mystery guest, and actually we're going to have her say hello and see if that is a tease for who we might have here. Hello. Ooh, it's so distinct. It's so I clear. I know. I feel like people are going to know instantly. <laughs> instantly. Well, she's been described as, how have you, how have you been described? Elegant, refined. Yeah, refined. Yeah, refined, elegant. Diplomatic. And lucky for us that. today, she is choosing to engage in this podcast. <laughs> and hopefully if we don't say anything too offensive, she will not disengage and leave the conversation. Because today we are joined by none other than the Meredith Marks, esteemed, renowned jewelry, de- jewelry designer, um, MBA, Juris Doctorate, mother, friend to many, wife to one, and recently star of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And so welcome, Meredith Marks. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here today. So exciting. It is exciting. Celebrity in the house. It's hard for me because if I turn away from the microphone, can I hold it? Yeah, just hold it. There we go. Now that's much more natural. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't that sound feel weird? Yeah. Yeah, we have a new podcast. We can all look at each other. Yeah, now we can converse like adults because I was like... It's usually us like hovered around a laptop. And this yeah. feels very fancy. Doesn't it does it? feel fancy, but it feels yeah. it feels right. I know it, it sounds good. good. Yeah, it does sound good. Yeah, we also discovered that white claws are not vodka. At this, you know what? Heather's learning things <laughs> by the left second. and right. Left <laughs> I had never had one, but I never thought it was vodka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's gluten free, so it's made I know. by and only two carbs. If I were in prison, how would I make white claw? Um, mm. you'd have. To, I don't know. See, that's how you know what a liquor is. Yeah. I'm going to do some research. What is research. the hooch version <laughs> of White Claw? If I made this in a Ziploc baggie in prison, what would I need? Um, I think you'd need leaves of some sort. Leaves. Some leaves. Hmm. Okay. Well, this is, this is my panel of experts. So <laughs> well, it says carbonated water, alcohol, cane sugar, citric acid, natural flavors, juice concentrate, blah de blah what if the alcohol was just like Everclear? What, like rubbing like alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be vodka. It could be vodka, matter. you guys. I, I think that they could not sell it at the grocery store, though. Oh, we are in Utah. For, for those of our listeners who are outside of Utah, we do not have wine or hard liquor in the grocery store. Only beer and wine. Or no, not even wine. No wine. Yeah, beer. just beer. Cooking and, wine if it has a certain it, salt content. And it used to be um, that you could only get 3-2 beer, like alcohol by volume now it's three five i think so three five that we're loosening things three. up Loosen. but is that still lower than like the normal content i think elsewhere so. i think mm-hmm. it is yeah because yeah. you can still get like liquor store beers which are stronger so stronger mm-hmm. interesting deal living in utah <laughs> yeah it is fascinating all the stuff but um honestly like it's 9 a.m here and so we started with a white <laughs> And we, I feel like it's the perfect opener to Heather, your day. Heather, don't lie. It's 6 a.m. <laughs> it's a pre-coffee workout. 
Like if I'm gonna before I have my coffee, I like to just start off with some hard seltzer. Yeah. <laughs> so this refreshing. Is, this tales of a good Mormon gone bad. <laughs> well, let's um, talk about Meredith for a second. I have to say that I remember because Meredith, we did Sundance with you a few years ago, and like. Yes. So I had known of you, we had met and whatever. And so I knew you, you know, obviously were an entrepreneur, businesswoman. Um, but I remember when Heather told me that you had an MBA, I was like, okay, I have to like bow down at her feet now. Like that is amazing. <laughs> and then I recently found out, I think via Instagram, that you also have a law degree. Yes, I what do. What the hell? <laughs> like that is what I love about Meredith is that she's just like, just you like there's so much behind what's going on totally and i i love it there's a lot of depth there yeah it's like the cover of a magazine but for the atlantic monthly you know what i mean like she's (laughs) it's literally she's a fashion plate like she comes across as like she could be just very one-dimensional, you know, because she's very supermodel-esque. Yeah, that vibe. Yes, you're so stunning. Oh my gosh, the vibe come is, here like every day. The vibe is pretty first, you know, and then you wouldn't put two degrees behind it. Like maybe pretty with some street smarts. Well, and in our society, maybe. that's what it is. It's like if you're beautiful, why that's would you all get you a degree? Yeah, yeah, like why that's what you, you don't need anything else. And so, like, I love meeting women who are beautiful, sharp, smart. And also, you know, and successful and have all of this stuff to back them up. It's like... Yeah, and they're accredited. Like, you could have hung your shingle on the door and lived on a yacht your whole life. But you you are, you know, and it also seems like it's not just enough just to be smart. Like, girls need to get educations. Girls need degrees. Totally. Yep. You can always be beautiful, but you it's harder to go back and also be have a JD MBA. I know. You know Unfortunately what I mean? for all of us, as much as we're here trying to preserve it at Beauty Lab. Yes. <laughs> beauty all fades. Beauty, yes. It does fade. It does it's fade. It's not forever. So uh, yeah. I am I am very pro education. That's like my thing. Seth is not so much. Like he's you know, he, he would say to the kids you can drop out if you can pursue business, do whatever. Sure. I'm like, get the degree get it done mm-hmm. check it's always something to fall back on yeah no, I, I totally agree. agree I agree and I I am of both schools of thought because I love Scott um, Scott Seth. I was going to say Gary V is much like <laughs> Seth you know what I mean like I always say like they're just like do what you love do it passionately and that's what's the work is important not the degrees to teach you how to work right is the actual work but I think specifically for women it's different because yeah. we um the degree gives us a level of credibility. Yeah. And it also is a feather in our cap, like, of tenacity, of hard work, of pure baseline intelligence. You know what I mean? And it becomes something that you can't always fall back on. And think about when your life becomes more about your family, more about, you know, your spouse, mm-hmm. all of the things that, you know, naturally follows a woman's life. And I think that having those black and white hard degrees are something important for our daughters like I always say like we have to get a degree so I don't care I don't care what you study but you have to get one well I mean with my children at this point like you can't back out once you're halfway through sorry yeah yeah no turning back at that point yeah you gotta just finish it you gotta finish it and it's because there's more in just doing it and in the accomplishing of it than there is in the paper you know yeah my degree in humanities does nothing except gives me a sense of accomplishment, fulfillment, and um, 
it's a launching pad for the, if I could do that, I can do anything. Well, you know? and being able to finish something, like see it through to completion is also hugely rewarding. And it also tells you that you can, you know, put in the hard work and you can do it and you can finish something. Yeah. That's well, and that's at the end of it. What's really important mm-hmm. is finishing what you start and, 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 you know, in terms of especially like law school, you know, you, it teaches you a different way of thinking. And I, I think undergrad does that as well. I mean, I think business school does that. Everyone does law school in particular, really. Mm-hmm. That critical to, thinking. Yeah, and reasoning. And um, and that's something that is, I think, incredible to have, you know, on, your in our life. lifetime journey. But For sure. That's so awesome. Did you use your law and business when you were doing real estate? Because I know you did real estate before jewelry. Yeah, I did some development. Um, and I, you know, I, I still use both degrees all the time in the sense that, like I said, it's a way of thinking. Um a lot of contracts I get, I'll read on my own if if they're simple. Anything complex, absolutely not. But I'm very well, that right there is proof of her education. Because <laughs> most people are like, I can figure this out. Yeah. I'm not going to pay wow. some shark attorney. <laughs> <laughs> well, the law is constantly changing, and every state is different. So if it's simple, fine, I don't care. But if it's anything at all complex, I'll always hire somebody. But you know, just all of it in just day to day life. It's I I. I love my background. I, I, I love that I did it. Um, I think I'd do it all over again, even though I really didn't go down a typical path. Yeah, you, you know? never practiced totally. as an attorney. No, no. Did you ever want to? You know, no. I mean, the thing is, is when I started law school, my intrigue came out of criminal law, and I just, it's not something I would do because I'm too afraid of a person to be around criminals on a day-to-day basis. I think it's just not the right thing for me. But I'm so fascinated by the criminal mind. Hmm. And that's really why you what like me, me Meredith. There. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we became friends, you little criminal. <laughs> but no, so I just like, so to me, law and theory is so interesting practice is not so much my speed but the theory is like it's really it's it, it really makes you think about everything and analyze everything and 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 why things are the way they are and why people do things the way they do and it, it's it's just super interesting but no for practicing I just it was not for me yeah and, and that's wanted. the beauty of it like art for art's sake education for education's sake in the same way that if work is your thing work you know but like to learn just to learn yeah you it adds an element to your personality, your critical thinking, the way you see the world, and it gives you a layer of understanding when you watch big sweeping things that are hard to manage, like politics and how the laws, you know, are the basically the infrastructure of our society and of our moral codes and the way we treat people and the way that, you know, legislation can shape society or does shape society, I would say. Yeah. It's fascinating plus you never know when you're going to become a real housewife you guys yeah and, you <laughs> and they're like oh these those. vapid fools and she's like actually <laughs> i could sign your contract twice over it is fascinating that law degree is serving you for sure do you find it offensive when people are surprised um not really only because it's something i that i did a long time ago. We all right. know I'm not like a little spring chicken over here. Um, <laughs> Almost and, 30. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> if I spend enough time at Beauty Lab, everyone will think I'm like 20. Um, <laughs> That's the goal. But yeah, exactly. So 
you know, it's, um, no, I, I'm not bothered by that because, like, why would they think it? I'm a jewelry designer. It's, it's yeah. sort of a strange transition. And the reality is, is that um, I am able to think both, like, analytically and creatively. And that's not always that common. And so I, mm-hmm. it's somewhat unusual for somebody who's in design to have a law background, I think. Maybe business, sure. But law is definitely not what you would think of yeah. when you think of design. It's just totally really yeah. It's a, yeah. It's, it's a different. Hand it's a, hand. Well, it's a different hemisphere of the brain, isn't it? I mean, yeah, like creative and analytical. Like yeah, no, I think that's. I think you're spot on. That's really uncommon. I feel like that's something that you two probably have in common. I'm always shocked because I know Heather is so creative, and then when she like busts out with these like really profound like super smart analytical things I'm like hey that's I thought that was my my lane like <laughs> I call that Meredith Marks senior I just Meredith Marks senior I, know. Oh, I came that. in looking like a fashionista and I just legally used myself right out of it but you are really good at that I think you guys both have that in common um but it is rare like I would love to be able to have both of those things you guys are lucky but don't you guys think that's kind of inherent with with talking about entrepreneurs like entrepreneurs is sometimes a hybrid you know if creative problem solving especially if you're in a business that is creative like art you know marketing commercial space like that versus and you also have the business side where it has to be solvent right you know Mm -hmm. so if those are your two strong suits you know and independence is the third perfect storm for being an entrepreneur, really. Right. 100% agree with you. Because it's very hard as a small company. I mean, as we all know, you're not in a position to bring on a huge amount of people when you're starting out. And mm-hmm. um, if you can't kind of cross over, you don't have to be expert in everything, but you have to be at least a little bit good, you know, mm-hmm. just to, to get to a certain threshold where you are in a space where you can start bringing on more people, hiring more people, more, you know, that maybe can go deeper on all those levels than you can. Like I'm I'm far from an expert on anything, you know, it's like I can kind of, I think it makes your business much more, I mean, charming is the wrong word because that's diminutive, but it's much more, um, uh, I don't know. It's more of a turn on. It's more attractive to me because I know that you designed that ring. When I'm wearing one of your rings and I'm like, this isn't like her looking through a catalog and having a team of sure. experts say, mm-hmm. this is the trend. This is the Pantone color of the year. Everyone's going big. It's like Meredith like sketched this, mm-hmm. thought about it, and then throwing in, like I'm getting goosebumps. I yeah. always get entrepreneur Ooh. goosebumps. Yeah. And then she throws in, well, which elements can I buy, you know, which elements can I buy for the appropriate cost and keep my price point at a certain level. And then I know that the analyticals come in too. And it's just like, yeah, see, look, I got all my, my gooseies. I get goosebumps when businesses business work. Yeah, business curls my toes, especially business of my friends, because I just, I love business. I love entrepreneurs. I love women in the workplace. I love that there are, I'm surrounded by women that um, just get shit done. Yeah. You well, know? you know, it's kind of funny because when I first started my business uh, about 12 years ago, we were like in the height of the last recession. Oh, yeah. And um, and a lot of my designs were, were formed out of that because, like you said, I 
of course I'm looking at the end cost and people wanted statement pieces back then but nobody was spending like a ton right. of money and so that's how I started so many pieces with the negative space you know the shapes that have all the open spaces oh. because I could make these bigger statementy pieces that were you know with the pave diamonds and sparkle and but the center was always hollow they less, and so I gold prices were material. high you know yeah. as they are now they're right back there again that's true. Um, and so that's you know that was really where the design came from like the inspiration came for doing all those open spaces was like Gold is too expensive. Nobody in this environment is going to pay that price. And so I was, That's awesome. That's how I fascinating. So cool. And kind of what we were just talking about, how so much of entrepreneurial strategy comes out of available options. And we yeah. we're, we didn't want yeah. to use the word desperation, but scarcity. Yes. You know, saying, listen, I want to provide a certain experience for my customer at a certain price. How do I get there? Mm-hmm. And that's where the creative and analytical yeah, combine, yeah. and that's why I get the goosies. It is so look cool. at my little, all my hairs yeah. are rising up on my arms. <laughs> or like all the versatility, you know, that kind of stuff too. Being able to take a, a, a piece that's a pendant and put a ring shank on it, and you know, I patented that clasp that can do that. Or creating pieces that are two sided, black diamonds on one, white on the other, mm. can go over a huggy and then be a pendant. Uh, pendant. Um, I know, you know, I, mean, I didn't even all... realize the versatility of your pieces until I owned them. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is the three in one. It's so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very innovative, very cool. And I think a lot of people, I'm just going to keep it real. I think a lot of people see Meredith and they think, oh, rich, bored housewife slaps her name on some jewelry. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and, and like, and doesn't blink at a $14,000 ring. But if they knew the truth of it, you know what I mean? That every element, every piece of it, and the story, the narrative of the jewelry and how it started and how mm-hmm. it's become so amazing that you can even garner that price for anything, you know? People don't value stuff like they used to, but, like, your stuff is good. Oh, it's fascinating. Awesome. It's very cool. I know. I love Thank that. You. And your hands, she's hands-on for every single piece, which, like, is unheard of in the industry. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just think when you're as beautiful as you are, and then you have, now you're on a television show, you could just white label anything you wanted. <laughs> That's not going to happen. That's not my thing. I, yeah. I love the design that. side. Unfortunately, I don't get to spend enough time doing that because mm-hmm. I have to operate a business. And and quite frankly, to me, it's like the easy part of it, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the, the fun easy part. part. Yeah. Like I spend a day and I can draw out a gazillion designs and, 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 you know, of course they all need tweaking. Or whatever no, but else. tell us about this ring the right there. I want to hear about that. So this is diamonds and gold. And, um, you can see it's two like, um, modified triangles. Yeah. It's like two cantilever triangles. It looks like a modern art sculpture that could be large scale, but it's, it's significant. It's it goes so from cold. the base of her hand to her knuckle. Yeah. And again, we have like the open space, yeah. you know, the mm-hmm. negative space and, you know, the geometric shapes, which is obviously I'm not still sitting in that space entirely. I have a, a, a lot more in my collection, but that is where I started. It was all geometric shapes that were open, mm. negative, negative space. space. So you get a big cool. statement ring uh-huh. without paying for all the heft or weight. Or raw materials that it would take to fill it. And then when things got better economically and gold prices pulled back a little bit, I started filling it in on some of them. And, you know, like, um, so I have a lot of pieces where they're they're filled in the center now with the gold or or silver. And I do all the brushed 
uh, finish on the on the I do metal, love the brush I, finish. I love. Yeah, I, mean, I do it's too. It's like my thing. It makes it classic and modern. Yeah. And have like an element of like modernity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just kind of style instead of just like jewels. Yeah. Jewelry. Yeah, I do love that. I'm looking at my ring with the missing. <laughs> I did notice that. Stop it! I knew you'd notice. I thought you'd think it was like eclectic. I'm like, do you I have some hot notice. glue gun and one of those like little anything. like soldering irons? <laughs> Listen, I'm doing my best. I'm doing the best I can. I will remove it now, out of shame. We all have our lane to stay. We all have in, our right? lane. <laughs> yes, I will. I will only wear jewelry that is not. Things aren't falling off of it. Well, so since Meredith is on a TV show, so are you, Heather. Um, I feel like people, you know, have their conceptions about who you both are. And so let's play a game. Okay, what game let's are we going to play? Let's do some big reveals. Let's do a big, let's, let's reveal, let's reveal a little beneath, bit more about beneath the surface. Meredith, yes. Yes. Okay. What lies beneath. Yes. I'm ready. The, so we're going to, um, it's four questions, right? This game is called Four Questions. It's a game that we like to play. Some people could call it an icebreaker game, but it's really not. It's just a fun, um, quick personality analysis. I'm sure you've all heard of it, but we've never played it with Meredith. We have not rehearsed this, and we do not know how she's going to respond, and she does not know the answer key. Okay. So she's responding of free will, and then we are going to give her the interpretation, Correct. Yes. Okay. Let's okay. do it. Wait, I need to grab my... It's a little scary. I know. You're scary. <laughs> Heather, I want to ask you them too, but is that cheating since you already know the answers? Totally. Um, it's but totally... we can just hear her answers anyway. From yeah. yeah. Well, like, yeah. It's just knowing that yeah. she's yeah. a cheater well, first on first of all, just know that <laughs> what's even more fascinating is the fact that I'm going to like be giving answers that make me sound yeah. cooler. And so it's like she really thought that was cooler to she say her favorite bird was a parrot. Like, what's wrong with her? Okay, let me pull up my um, questions. Here, Sorry. do you want me to? Do you have them handy? Yeah, because you're them. the best. That's why I love you. Okay. Okay, so Meredith, what is your favorite animal in the world, in the whole wide world? Teddy. <gasps> your dog. Baller Aww. pup Ted. Baller pup Ted. <laughs> Tell us, give me three adjectives that describe baller pup Ted. Active. Okay. <laughs> Lively. <laughs> Loving. Okay. Aww. It's perfect. Love it. Okay. Question number two. Okay. What is your second favorite animal in the world? Alpaca. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> Those eyes. Okay. Why? Okay, the, the eyes. eyes. The okay. eyes. Like, the eyes do not just like they're just stare at those eyes. Yes. You can shave them and make sweaters and stuff so they're very resourceful or like resourceful productive yeah you don't have to kill them for the resources i love that that. um (laughs) they're just like to me they're just the cutest thing around i'm like obsessed i love that okay cutest and i i i agree i love the alpaca um Okay, go through question okay question number three (laughs) when you think of the ocean what do you think of Shipping off one of my friends to a desert island. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best. (laughs) Okay, shipping off to desert island. I love this. You can go to four. I wrote it down. Okay. And last question is, when you think of darkness, what do you think of? 
So darkness makes me think of night, which makes me think of my Stardust collection, which came out of the stars in the sky in Park City. Oh, so Stardust that's collection. Beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Very cool. cool. Okay. Okay. Well, Heather, before we before we say what the answers mean, can I ask you them? Or are you going to just lie? I'm going to lie. But let's but hear I mean, her lies anyway. I think it'll be Well, fine. I remember the first time I took it, Kay. what I said. Okay. And that's kind of even more revealing because I was probably 17. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay. Wow. So, um, yeah. So what is your memory. favorite animal? My first, my favorite animal is a jaguar. And I think oh. it's a black jaguar. Wow. You know, because. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> Wait, why though? Because they are exotic and beautiful and mysterious. Okay. Ooh. Um, and then second favorite, um, like a Labrador retriever. Okay. Like I probably said a white lab. Yeah. You know, okay. yellow would be too pedestrian. <laughs> too basic. Because they're friendly and fun and loyal. Okay. Um, when you think of the ocean, what do you think of? Adventure. Okay. And fun. I love that. Okay. When you think of darkness, what do you think of? Peace and zen. All right. All right, fascinating. How about you? Let's hear you. Let's... Well, I I did do my when you sent it to me. I did it before I you looked, looked at, at the it. key. Okay, so they're a little embarrassing. Okay, let's hear them. Okay, so my you first, didn't cheat at all. I did not cheat. Okay, my first one for the favorite animal. I said camel because I mm. love the Middle East. I think that camels are so cute with the lashes, and I think they are just awesome because they can carry such loads, and like, they just freaking do it. You know okay. what I mean? That's very cool. I think I they agree. are awesome animals. Second favorite is a panda bear because these are so <laughs> weird. To me. By the way, panda was would would have come up very high on my list. So okay, I just alpaca is perfect. For you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't yes. don't. No, I'm not. Wait, I'm not yeah. deviating. Don't misunderstand. <laughs> but panda probably would have been third. Okay, so think... pa- tell me why you guys like pandas because I think they're ridiculous. You do? Yeah. They're okay. so cute. I think they are so I don't cute. I have a soft spot for I think they're cute. They're big. They're not like totally deadly like the other bears. You know what I mean? Like deadly? They're... They'll kill a panda. I know they will, but they, but they no, they don't. You. They like. I don't know that they're like such attackers. No. I don't they know like... that either of you two know shit from Shinola <laughs> when it comes to panda bears. I think they bring you good luck. Right? All of a sudden, the two zookeepers yes, are approaching yes. the and, pandas in the listen, wild. They're, they're endangered. Okay. Right? Ooh, it's so rare. Let's say they rare. They are also vegetarian. Okay, so a rare vegetarian. Yeah, so they're not so they so they are not predators. Humans. They're not there predators. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. They're not predators. They're they, gentle. They like the like the bamboo stalk, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You guys are everything you guys know about panda bears is from like a world wildlife foundation no, commercial with Sarah McLaughlin played in the okay, background. I had okay. a, a panda I actually had a panda jewelry item as a child. Really? Yes. Maybe that's my fascination. Well, that's, yeah. It was a pin and it was a, a panda, panda on, on the little bamboo thing. I have no idea how I got the pin. Don't ask. I have no idea. It was really cute. <laughs> yeah, that's sounds... see there. Is, that's the animal of my childhood too, because I grew up in D.C. and they had some of the only pandas at the D.C. Is that where Ling Ling and Lili oh, lived? I think that may have been it. Oh, maybe that I don't was remember. Washington D.C. I think. Yeah, because the only other ones were um, in California, but it's like I the just Arlington love them. Zoo. I think they're so cute. Anyway, okay. and then um, when I think of the ocean, I the I just did like a one word association and I said depth. Okay, I love that. And then when I think of darkness, I also think depth. 
Like I think, mm. like I think of kind, maybe it's because it came after the ocean question of like you know when you've like been on a boat or something in the middle of the night and you can't see, see anything, anything and yeah. you're just like it goes on forever. That's what I thought of. Wow. So, okay, so that's so fascinating, Dre. So you have all of Meredith's answers, right? Yes, I do. Are we ready to begin? So yes. bring up the answer piece. So number what one, your answers. Let mean. me let me say what Aunt Meredith said and then you tell us what it means. Okay. So. We asked her her favorite animal in the world, and she said it was Teddy, the baller pup. And it's because Teddy is active, lively, and loving. And this is how you perceive yourself. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So okay, baller pup that. Teddy. Yeah, I love <laughs> I know, it. That is it's a... so cool that it was your pet. Yes. I didn't because even consider that because, of that's course. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah like, wow. she's so in tune with I know, this. It's, it's an so... extension of herself. It's baller pup Teddy. Who I'm not going to mention, you know, also shits and pees everywhere. But that's not <laughs> Meredith's. That's not Meredith's mo. <laughs> but he's a free spirit, and Baller Pup Teddy is active, lively, and loving. Would you? Do you think that describes you? Yeah, I, I, I do. think so too. Yeah, yeah, I totally. Do. I do. Teddy's much better behaved now. No, listen. <laughs> I, it was, it was, I couldn't. I couldn't. I could. You know, I'm he was traumatized by this mogul arm. <laughs> I was Teddy. yes. Teddy is a wonderful dog, as is Meredith, housebroken as well. Um, so oh that, no, I'm not. You're not well. You're active, lively, and loving, which is key. So that's how you see yourself. Isn't that interesting? Okay, and like interesting that. that 17 year old Heather saw herself as exotic and mysterious. A jaguar. I like that. A jaguar in the jungle leaves. I know, just like I'm gonna pounce on you. Like it's humiliating, but I kept it real. That's what I really did say. I love it. Now I'd say something like, I am the loyal elephant. You know what I mean? So I don't know what I would say. Never forgets a thing. Never forgets anything. And it's easily perturbed. Okay, so number two, number Meredith, two. we said your second favorite animal, and Meredith <laughs> said, sorry, Meredith said an alpaca, because the eyes, the, yes. the eyes have it, you can shave them for sweaters, oh, God. <laughs> because they are, so they produce, they produce. Yeah, they produce. They're resourceful. And they produce without having to be harmed. Right. Truly. Okay. And that is Ooh, that's significant. Great. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's That is significant. Mm-hmm. Okay. They produce without having to be harmed, or it doesn't take... They produce because it's their natural state of production. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then we can also kill them for the resources. Or wait. No. We, can, no, we don't, have to, don't have to. Yeah. We, we don't, don't have to. They're giving. <laughs> because other animals we would kill for the resources, but the alpaca just gives just without gives. giving of his life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not the ultimate sacrifice. Yes. Okay. And they're just the cutest. Yeah. And this is how you perceive your partner. Oh, cute Seth the alpaca. Seth is the alpaca. I love that. (laughs) Oh my God, I'll just stare into his eyes. How about this? The eyes have it, but also he, it's his natural state to be productive and resourceful. 100%. If he's not swimming, he's like a shark. If he's he's dead in the water. It's so interesting. Isn't that interesting? That's so spot on. Yeah, and it doesn't kill him. To create, you know what I mean? Where it, where it's not his ultimate sacrifice. It's his natural state. It's so, that's Look, wild. Goosey's. That's so good. I and Heather, are you looking for um, a Labrador retriever? Loyalty, <laughs> fun, and kind. Yeah. Just easy, right? Easy. You know, I Agreed. don't need, I don't need an alpaca. <laughs> I don't need to shave him for a sweater. Head to toe. 
Next you time I see you, yes. you just need yeah. kind. I need kind and loyal, you know, and just always up for anything. Like if I come home, they perk up. Yeah. You're always they're tired. Happy to see you. Yeah, they're yeah. All, there's there's no rejection with a Labrador. That's so true. That's key to me. Yes. Alpaca could reject you. <laughs> well, I think do they spit at you? They could. They yeah. might. I think they do. Camels do too. Yeah. yeah. Look at both of you too. Yeah, animals. you picked a camel. Is that this gonna well, spit was, at me? Yeah, you might. <laughs> what was I forgot your animal. My first the one camel. was camel. Yeah. Yeah. So you want you see yourself as unique, can carry a big load. Uh-huh. And you spit at people when you're mad. Truth. Plus your lovely lady humps. <laughs> We already talked about this. They're small, but they're fine. Small, but they do the job. And then what was your second favorite? The panda panda bear. So what do you want in a partner? I suppose just they have to be really cute and a vegetarian. And possibly an enamel pin that you can wear in sixth grade. Exactly. (laughs) But it has to be on the little bamboo shoe. Yes. So cute. Of course, I think it, that the jewelry piece she's thinking of is like a little black panda bear that you clasp it and then it pinches onto your lapel. No, you know I what think I mean? it was you know legitimately like, like a you koala. Do that and like, yeah, oh, yeah. like a koala. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, I, mix well, I them wonder up. if I had a koala. Am I confusing pandas yes. and koalas? You're thinking eucalyptus. Don't pandas or koalas Pandas eat- do bamboo and koalas eat eucalyptus. Yeah. No, I got it right. I said bamboo. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Koalas, they're both cute. They and are bit- both cute. Pandas are Chinese and koalas yes, are yes, Australian. Yes, yes. Just, just since you two are the zoologists in the room, I love how they're talking with such authority. Yes, yes, from the genus species of the panda family. Okay, these two experts. Okay, guys. So that's interesting. That's how you see your partners. Okay. Okay, so when you think of the ocean, what do you think of? Well, she said she thinks of shipping off a friend to a desert island. Love it. <laughs> and Dre, so tell us what is the key for question number three. I could give you three. a second answer because that's you a know little what, give, off Before the board. you know the key, give before us Before I know the, the, the yes. second thing that would come to mind yeah. on that that's not so far off yeah. would be London Blue Topaz. Ooh. <laughs> Every time I look at that stone, it makes me think ocean. That's oh, beautiful. That's really pretty. I don't know why, but it, well, I do. Well, first blue. of all, did you even know London Blue <laughs> Topaz existed? Because no. I'm going to Google it as soon as this is over. Like, so I can feel cool. I thought Topaz was brown. <laughs> no, it's like every color. They're all different well, colors. We didn't know that either. So London it. Blue Topaz. So. Okay, this is how you perceive love. Hmm. So let's ship them off to a desert island. Let's ship them off. She perceives love as ship them off to a desert island. I thought it was interesting and significant (laughs) that you said a friend because it means that you're willing to like, okay, you're bugging me. Bye. But they're still your friend. You still love them. You're going to just ship them off. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Interesting. So in a way, she thinks of the ocean as like space and independence. Because she's shipping the, you know, the people yeah. off. Mm-hmm. So when she, the way she sees love is she can be, the she's vehicle. gone her own. Uh-huh. She's independent. Like, you can see love independently, you know? Oh, totally. Oh, I think that's actually the healthiest way. Well, this is what the game is, you know? <laughs> the, the questions are easy. It's the... The it's analysis the, mm-hmm. is everything. And what did you say for three? I said depth. And I said adventure. Uh-huh. And fun. Yeah. Fearful. Fear and adventure. Isn't yeah. that interesting? We all Very could, but London Blue Topaz would just be, you know what? Love of your passion for your for business. That's beautiful, mm-hmm. actually. Mm-hmm. The great love of your life. Yeah. Very cool. Love it. 
Okay, number four, Meredith answered. She sees. Um, was it how you see what darkness? What do you think of darkness? Okay, as her Stardust collection and like the dark night of Park City stars. Um, when you look out and it's just dark, and the stars. Okay, and that is how you perceive death. Which I love because mm. I've often thought of that too. Of like, I mean, in the famous quote, "We're all stardust," right? Yeah, like, yeah. we all are stardust. Ooh, wow, I have the chills on that. Yeah, it's like wow, mm-hmm. very very cool. And I'm just gonna say, your stardust collection is your legacy. So when you're gone, you have a collection that will like represent you. Yeah, like the constellations are still burning bright for Cassiopeia and like all mm-hmm. the, you know, great goddesses of the constellations and you are up there with your stardust collection and then I, what did I say? Oh, Zen or peace, zen and yeah. peace yeah. Because I welcome death. Well, okay. Let's a little What did you say? Come to talk Try, to you. I said depth for darkness also. A depth. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I don't know. I have weird thoughts about but death. But you said so. it goes on forever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like that idea too of like of the starry sky you know because it is infinite right like the universe is just expanding i think two of like the most significant experiences you can have as a human are to see an ocean at night Mm -hmm. void of light you know because Mm -hmm. it's it is inky black yeah and scary but like also scary in that way that like the movie the black hole was scary in 1980 Mm -hmm. you know what i Mm -hmm. mean like terrifying because it's you know that you can't fathom how long it goes on for. Yes. But you can feel the presence of that mm-hmm. void, mm-hmm. you know. And I also think being, like, in a situation where you can see all the stars in the sky, you know, without the city lights mm-hmm. or without other, kind of like a camping moment, mm-hmm. but it's yeah. more pure, you know. Yeah. And that's, like, one of the things I love so much about Cork City is the stars at night. It's just so yeah. It is beautiful. And the thing about Park City is the way the city is structured and the the height, the geogra- geography of the mountains, you are remote. Oh, Especially yeah. when you're on the backside of Deer Valley, that is as, that is as rustic and camping as you can get, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have any of the, you know, modern, like, neon lights yeah. competing. You have oh, yeah, yeah. zero traffic. You have zero traffic lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. I can't wait to have a sleepover there. (laughs) Don't cancel. (laughs) Oh, Heather, you know I'm going to (laughs) cancel. Just really looking forward to it. I'm so sorry. I don't mean to hurt your feelings. I will be devastated. Um, So did you guys learn something about yourselves with that little four-question quiz? I love that. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I learned something about Meredith, for sure. Me too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah it's very cool. I, I'll, first of all, I'm never not going to see Seth again without thinking of an alpaca, but that's fine. I just, I love that <laughs> Meredith... It's so funny. I know. I love that she thought beyond just, like, general animal. Like, when I read, like, the favorite animal, I'm like, oh, well, what's my favorite animal? Like, not who, like, my actual personal favorite animal. You know what I mean? Like, she picked her own dog. Yeah. That's... Right. That was so that was great. I love that, that is the, that is a level of self awareness and yeah. self actualization that like I'm not at. Yeah, I picked a jaguar, <laughs> well, okay. and that was also when you were what? What did you say? Fifteen? Like probably fifteen. So 15. honestly, Heather, what would you say now? Rapid um, fire, just okay. First if thing I, my favorite mind. animal, uh huh. You know, it's my cat yeah. or a cat, a kitten. Maybe. Okay, I don't know. 
See, I hate myself. I loathe myself. Stop. Let's end on that. Okay, second favorite. Second favorite. I'd still say Labrador. Yeah. You know, I just love love dogs that are not yippy and that love me back. Yeah. You know, like Uh Frosty. But Frosty's not a big, friendly family dog. Yeah, totally. Because I like Frosty. That makes sense for your personality. You think? Yes. Mm -hmm. I think so, too. You definitely, like, that exact description is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, I agree. Safe and fun. Uh huh. No expectation. Mm-hmm. No pressure for to be pedigreed, or you know, resourceful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just show up, have a good time, bandy about, fetch the ball if I throw it, yeah. and we'll be happy ever after. We're gonna have to get Seth to set you up. I know that's gonna. That's I trust his judgment. He'll come up with somebody. Good. Yeah. Totally. I'm the worst. I've like I. I I think I was really proud once because somebody I set up went on a second date. Well, that's, <laughs> that's impressive, but like it's a weird skill I'm set. I'm not a good you know? matchmaker. I'm not we'll a good matchmaker either. And I, but my friend Diane, who just had a birthday on Saturday, she has set up two people that have gotten married. Which, Stop. Are you serious? Yes. I would be so excited if I could set up just one marriage in my whole that's life. A, that is yeah. a yenta that's level. A big, you know? Yes. 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 One, and they're both. Well, one. She I love that you go with Yenta Lavon. Yeah, Yenta Lavon. <laughs> Yenta Meredith gonna set me up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's a cool skill set. But yeah, have to set me up with a Labrador if you know of one. <laughs> We're gonna have to get Seth to work on it because, like I said, my biggest like accomplishment in setting anyone up was once a second, a second date. date. Well, that <laughs> hey, that, that would be better than my current record. So I'll I'll take that. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So that this is four questions. It's easy. It's easy dinner party banter. Yeah, I, I love, love a good like just ask questions night. You know, around the table. I love any time you can scratch beneath the surface of people and just like look at what. I mean, I would never have thought a panda bear for first of all either of you. I'm just gonna say <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed, but um, yeah, it's just fascinating. Camel. I know. I just love them though. Well, yeah. That degree in Arabic studies is really panning out for you, isn't Thanks, it? It's yeah. It's really working <laughs> Using out. it on the daily. <laughs> well, I majored in Arabic studies, yeah. so the camel has always spoken to <laughs> so me personally. So now it's my favorite animal, and I'm going to use it at every dinner party. <laughs> Naming my daughter Jasmine and the whole nine yards. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh, goodness. All right. Well... We wanted to wrap up with a beauty lab hashtag blessed. Since Meredith Marks is here. Yes, and she coined. coined the phrase. Can you just say for our for our 30 viewers or listeners, <laughs> could you just say hashtag blessed on that one? Hashtag blessed on that one. <laughs> See, guys, you heard it here first. It's ASMR. We bring you the very best. Well, maybe um, not first. Well, true. But first on our podcast. Second. Second time you've heard it. Hashtag blessed on that one. But I can't do it like she does it. Yeah. It's too loud. Um, but what we wanted to do, are you looking at the specifics of that? Yeah, so okay, um, good. what we're gonna what is our beauty lab blessed this so week? So our beauty lab blessed this Aside week. Aside from is, having Meredith in our in our studio. Yes. In our in our <laughs> glorious studio. We have her sitting Indian style on the floor. She's very comfortable. Don't worry. Okay, don't kid yourself. This is very high tech in here. Like Full headphones, microphones, like yeah. whatever that thing's called. Malt liquor, all the all the accoutrement. I don't even know. Our what friend, our called? friend just set the levels and said, "Don't touch it." And well, whatever, whatever yeah. you're one step ahead of me. <laughs> what a panda that. bear of a guy! 
panda of a man. True panda of a man. So um, our, our Beauty Lab Blessed this week is the overturning of the um, transgender ban in the military. That Biden signed, an executive yes. order. Yep. And yeah, he overturned Trump's ban, and it's a really big deal. I think it's a very big yeah. deal. Yeah. So tell us what that would mean. Does that mean if someone that's transitioned prior to enrolling, is it if they transition as an officer? So I'm a... I'm a certain level officer, and I'm, I'm going to transition, and now I don't you cannot my... You cannot be discharged from the okay. military if you transition while you're... But before in... you could have been. Uh-huh. If I decided yes. to transition, yep. I would have lost my pension, my salary, my career, right. everything I'd worked for. Yep. And now that is no more, because you know what? Equal rights should not be in question. There shouldn't. We should no. not ever be wondering if showing up a certain way is going to change the rights that we have yeah if the 100%. pronouns we use uh-huh. dictate our level of competence our you know right to be there or our, you know everything that we've built up to that moment mm-hmm. and that law effectively has been overturned yeah and it's sad that it was even in place in the first place but you know what there's always room for progress, right? So yeah. we're going to celebrate. That's what life is. Mm-hmm. Growing and getting better. Yep. Growing and getting That's better. Right. And, you know, the more that we can do to make people feel safe to show up as they truly are and to, you know, be accepted in that element, mm-hmm. the better the world will be overall. Yep. Absolutely. So I feel like and as our legal expert, would, it starts with the laws, right, Meredith? It starts with it's, the laws. It definitely starts with the laws. Thank you so much yeah, for coming thank today. You. Oh, my gosh. We, thank you guys for having me. We loved this having so fun. you. Um, we like to always end our podcast with our signature sign-off, Trace. Yes. Do you want to lead us in prayer? Yes, I will, dear. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, remember that the lab loves you and life is short. By, By the, the lips. lips.